0: My daughter just recently found out that mommy had a boyfriend before marrying her dad. (laughs) And that her dad also had a few girlfriends before marrying her mom. (laughs) Yes, I will get long winded telling you how this conversation came about. Let's just say we were talking about love and sex and puberty and all those things in between. I sat down to collect my thoughts for this episode and reflected on that conversation with our daughter, I beamed about some fond memories from those teen and young adulthood years. Yep. And I know some of you probably can remember those times, right? (laughs) Immediately, a particular song came to mind. Now, I cannot play the song because of copyright issues, but certainly I can at least try to sing the lyrics or even share the lyrics with you. So for all the things that you know um, could be going on in this world right now, do you want to hear me sing? (laughs) All right, here are the lyrics. Here we go. For all the t- those times you stood by me, for all the truth that you made me see, for all the joy you brought to my life, for all the wrong that you made right, for every dream you made come true, for all the love I found in you, I'll forever be thankful, baby. You are the one who held me up, never let me fall. You are the one who saw me through, through it all. You were my strength when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak You were my eyes when I couldn't see You saw the best that was in me Lifted me up when I couldn't reach You gave me faith cause you believed I'm everything I am Because you love me <laughs> y'all let's just say it stays right here okay it stays right here (laughs) i know i can carry it you know maybe i can but that brings me so many memories about my middle school days when our music teacher mr lane will always teach us some things about music so may his soul rest in peace it's fun music is always always fun I remember those days when I was so in love and would literally be daydreaming to this song about my life with this particular ex of mine. (laughs) Love, love, love. (sighs) That ooey gooey feeling of being the center of someone's world, you hope, right? (laughs) Be their priority. Oh gosh, yeah, that feeling. That, my dear sister, is what we know as love. And this particular one could be considered Eros love. So what are we diving into today? Eros love, philia love, storg love, philosia love, agape love. What love are we talking about? And how has your life been inconvenienced by these? And where does God really want your heart to be positioned? I want you to come on in and let's find out, okay? And you will definitely be blessed. Let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hi, friend, this is Kate A. Coca Daisy, and it is great to have you listening. You know, it is amazing how far we have come with our podcast since we launched, and I am incredibly grateful and thankful to the Lord for all the hearts that are tuning in and listening. If this is your first time, I want to say welcome, 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 and welcome to one of the greatest families, the greatest communities you ever be a part of, which is all centered around your heart and mind and helping you heal. What I do is help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say healed people, heal people. If you are new to our Dear Sister community, which is part of I Am Free Woman Ministries, an organization that I founded years ago to help women and girls heal heal and transform and live their best lives. You can find all about me and also about the ministry at my personal website, chiefjoyactivator.com, or you can go to our organizational website, which is iamfreewoman.org. And I want you to subscribe to our newsletter so that you can receive information, firsthand news and updates. And next year, we are taking it up a new level and you want to be plugged in because there are so many things that I have installed the team has in store for everyone also if you are on social media who is not on social media like Instagram and Facebook let me know who is not on social media I know you are so if you are on social media follow us on I am free woman ministries on Instagram and Facebook or you can go to chief joy activator on Instagram to follow my shenanigans (laughs) or follow the shenanigans of our ministry. Yep. (laughs) This podcast is me navigating the world of healing and the heart and mind with you and with important friends I will invite to sit with me and with us. Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus Being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. So Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith walk plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and also joy-filled. So I want you to feel welcome, welcome, welcome. Ooh. When we talk about love, it gets everybody's, you know, heart pumping, love, love, love. We need love. We crave it. It makes us feel great. Talking about love can get some people happy and excited and it can get others sad, unfortunately. Just because each person's experience of love is unique and different. Even siblings, brothers and sisters who were raised in the same household experience love differently. Yep. When I thought about the title for this episode, I heard it clearly, and it was, I believe it was coming from the Lord, which is Inconvenienced by Love. And later on, I'm going to tell a story that prompted this episode. Immediately, there was one person that came to mind when I thought about the title for this episode, Inconvenienced by Love. And that person, I had always wondered about their life. And this person is Mother Teresa. And so like any good writer would, I did my research to learn more about her life and work. And you know what? There is no one who can truly be marked as blameless except for Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Truly, what I found in my research of Mother Teresa is what historians have dubbed the good and dark sides of Mother Teresa. Who knew? Growing up, I heard only the good but just like scriptures say that we have all sinned and fallen short of God's glory, and it is only by grace that we are saved through faith. It is not by our strength or works so that one may boast. So that's from Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 to 9. So no one is blameless when it comes to you know our walk on this earth. What we learn from search research about a woman who was canonized as a saint by the Catholic Church is that, really, no human love is perfect. Let me say that again. No human love is perfect. And I know some of you are saying, can you repeat that for those in the back row? Yes, I can. No human love is perfect perfect love comes from God. And that is from 1 John 4, 16. And if God is love, then we love others by loving him first. Loving God honestly can be easy. Expressing the love that you eventually receive from God to others is where most of us get stumped. Most of us get confused. Most of us get tricked and twisted and so many things. Like Mother Teresa, How you express and act out such love independent of all the experiences you have gone through in life and the mental markers that such experiences may have left on you, the experiences that you have gone through in life, the things that you have experienced oftentimes kind of cover up the true love that you can express because you're filtering your love through some things that you have seen in your life. We are relational beings created to bond with other humans. Sometimes people even create relationships with places and things, including objects and non-human animals. We crave relating. We crave being known and loved and seen and adored. We crave attention and pleasure and happiness and significance and affection. Convenienced by love. How many types of love do you think there are? When I was growing up, I knew about three or four, but now there is about eight. Yep, there is mania love, eros love, philia love, ludic love, pragma love, storic love, philosia love, and agape love. That's a lot, right? So let me ask you, dear sister, dear brother, if we have any brothers listening, Which of these have you been inconvenienced by lately as you go about your day, go about your life? Which of these has definitely like stopped you in your tracks? And I hope it is not mania. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it is not mania, love. Okay. The lyrics to Celine Dion's song basically expresses the things that someone does and for that reason you love them. The ooey gooey feeling that sends butterflies throughout your stomach, that eros love you have for your partner often comes with these sexual feelings that you have, right? And you would do anything for them because you are so in love, so in love. The love that you have for your friends can be categorized as filial love or brotherly, sisterly love, which Apostle Paul talked about much in his writings. I love the way he always opened and ended his letters to his followers. It always warms my heart, especially when he talks about I am thinking about you fondly or greetings with joy. I mean, he was something else and he was good at it. So, but what if God came down today and threw us the same challenge he has already given us? You know, we have to, he has to come down to tell us to do what he's telling us to do. And this is basically to go beyond waiting to be loved before we love rather than we love first. So waiting to be loved before you love or you love first. And that's agape the unconditional, the the things that, you know, even when you know that life is difficult, you still find a way to brighten someone else's day. Yep. Let me ask you this. Have you ever met a mean person, like someone who is very, very mean to you? (laughs) I mean, someone who is filled with so much hurt and pain and all they know to say is, I'm going to hurt you before you hurt me. I'm going to cut you before you cut me. I, I ain't got time for that. You know, all those things, especially that phrase. I will hurt you before you hurt me. How about I will love you before you love me? Hmm. I have met mean people. And I know before I got transformed in my heart, I was also probably someone who had that nasty attitude. I have met people who are mean. And it can be the most chaotic relationship and experience that you can ever experience. Amongst friendship relationships, marriages, you can definitely see a thread of that anywhere. In that person's mind though, they don't see love. In their hearts, they have hurt and pain. Let me say that again. When someone is hurt or when someone is hurting, they don't see the love that you think they are supposed to give you. All they are doing is filtering their love through a certain lens. In their heart, they have hurt and pain. So they filter their love through their hurt and pain. But how can love be fully expressed in its purest form through such filters? Mm hmm. So. Let's take a break because I want to talk about something very important that is happening next year. Next year, in 2023, we are going to start our group coaching program and I want you to be part of it. If you are someone who is looking for a community to heal, to transform, to love, to live free, to have this joy, to do all those things, even during times of pain and suffering, I want you to plug in with us, and I want you to be part of the family. So come on in and come join us next year, and you can get more information at IamFreeWoman.org to find out more about who we are and to be part of the family. Exciting things are coming, and I cannot wait to meet you, okay? All right. How can love be fully expressed in its purest form through the right filters? In other words, when you think of this purest form of love that God mandates us to have for everyone, what do you filter this love through? If you are not going to be taking anything away from our episode today, the one thing that I want you to carry around from today's episode is love filters. The filters that you have within which you filter love Yes, I want to scale back though, and I want to, you to, you know, I want you to consider something. The question that I have here is: Have you been on a quest for love? I'm not talking about a quest to find true love to kind of make you happy, a quest to get married, a quest to have a boyfriend. A quest, not that type of love. I'm talking about the type of love that Jesus gives you every day that he expects you to give to others this is to love someone before they love you you know for example you're going about your day and for some reason you know you think about that friend of yours and you have to do something for them and you do it irrespective of whether you have a to-do list that you need to cross off or not another example could be you so badly have all these things that you want to do, but a gentle whisper tells you to reach out to someone you've lost touch with. Do you do it or you don't? You stand in the grocery store or in the market and you clearly see someone who is in need or even they have to be ahead of you because they're having they're holding only one item. Do you allow them to go ahead of you? If the waiter or waitress that served you uh, did and not so good of a job, do you still leave a tip and maybe a nice note? Being on such a quest is hard, honestly. It doesn't just come from being good. It comes from a place. It comes from your heart. It comes from an intentional choice and decision to do that, to love before being loved. The secret is this. Once you have been set free, honestly, Your heart has been transformed and renewed. Your mind has been renewed. You have the desire to love others before they love you. Because when you are filled with the true love of God, and when you are filled with things that Jesus is asking you to do, God is really pushing you to do, you just want to pour it out. You just want to see people happy and excited and doing all those things. So it's not just being good, it goes beyond being good. It's about seeing that stranger in the store and choosing choosing to see them rather than ignore them. It's about when someone says something to you, choosing to find the meaning behind why they are hurting instead of judging and drawing conclusions. When you become free And when you choose to live free, you become aware, you become awoken of your surroundings and you acknowledge that the quest God has you on can only be accomplished through the Holy Spirit. Once you have that awareness, you can then acknowledge that what Jesus asked of us in John 13 verses 34 to 35, which is for us to be known by the way we love others you want to be known by the way you love others and what i mean by others is not just your family or your close friends but that person that you don't consider a family or friend you want to be known by the way you love others this brings us back to the importance of identifying what you filter love through Some of us, we've been hurt. Some of us, we have anger issues. Some of us, we don't even know what triggers us. All we know is that we are unhappy, we are sad, we are mad, we are all this. And some of us, we are filled with joy and hope and all those things. Do you filter your love through your schedules, your priorities, your availability, your pain, your hurt, your unforgiveness, your convenience, your closed heart, and so on and so forth? Knowing the filter is where our healing should begin by answering a question that starts with, why? For me, it was, why do I judge and criticize everything that someone does for me? Why can't I receive the love, adoration, admiration that they're showing me? It was coming from a place. And when I was able to work on healing those parts of me, like fear of rejection, like fear of you know, failure, like fear of this and fear of that. When I was able to work on healing those parts of me, I could then slowly open my heart and allow the Holy Spirit to direct my heart to give love to others, both philia and agape. Agape is hard. I'm not going to lie. It is hard for you to unconditionally love someone else, but it is possible, especially when you consider yourself a student of love. It is possible. You must have a healthy view of how you love others around you and the challenge that God has given you through his son, Jesus Christ, to love and feed his sheep, to love and feed his sheep. You have got to open that heart. Open that heart. Oof. The caution we must use when we are operating in God's love is allowing God to direct us on how to guard our hearts. Oof. In our humanness, we can guard our hearts in unhealthy ways. Thus, we filter love through unhealthy means. When God directs us to guard our hearts, he beckons us to, use, to practice the F and B words. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the other F and B words, okay? <laughs> I'm talking about God directing our hearts to be able to forgive and set godly, healthy boundaries. When God directs your heart and he is helping you to figure out how to guard it, listen there isn't a wall because when you put up a wall even nothing can go through imagine when you have erected a wall as high as the heavens (laughs) nothing can go through nothing can go over it love needs to be filtered through healthy patterns healthy choices healthy means and if we have these unhealthy boundaries around us we are really caging our hearts from being loved by God and from you being able to love others first. It is so important, very important that you understand that being inconvenienced by love doesn't mean you recklessly ignore and disregard yourself, exclamation mark. Love thy neighbor, which is philia love, as you love yourself, which is Philosia love, And sometimes that means prioritizing yourself, your health, your family, your needs for survival. The key here is this, and listen to me, just don't let love of yourself be a necessary filter to how you love those around you. Let me repeat that. Just don't let the love of yourself be a necessary filter to how you love those around you. And this might look like, when the Holy Spirit whispers that you love somebody else today, you have all these things that you have to do and so you ignore it. When your friend is weeping and crying and you see the essence, the urge for you to do something nice for them, you think about the fact that you know you have financial issues and all that, and so you don't do it. That is what I mean by filtering love through selfish means. It is always going to go against what the Holy Spirit and what God really wants you to do. Because when God is asking you to do it, he always, always makes a way. Let me tell you a story. And the reason why this this actually podcast episode came about is I lead a small group um, for our church, a women's small group. And in our women's small group, we have one sister who is expecting a baby. And so sometime last week or the week before, I think it was the week before, as I was getting ready to leave the house in our bedroom, I felt the Holy Spirit strongly encourage me, beckoned me that we need to do something for her in the form of a baby shower. Immediately, I was thinking about my schedule, my calendar, all these things that I have on my to-do list. I live a busy life. I live a full life. I go to school. I have a, a business. I have all these things that I'm doing. And God, you're asking me to what now? Add to my calendar when I'm trying to take things off? Oof. <laughs> but guess what? I started to be obedient. I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to figure it out. Even when I have my school project, I'm still going to figure it out. I could be doing my school project on this Friday, but I'm going to figure it out. Inconvenienced by love. Dear sister, to know and truly live free in your authentic, godly, nurtured self. Loving the way Jesus did can only be possible if you allow the Lord to direct your heart into a full understanding and expression of His love and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. And that is from 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 5. Listen to this wisdom that I'm about to share and humor that is found in a Chinese proverb. This proverb says this, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. That's true. (laughs) If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. That's probably true. If you want happiness for a month, get married. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. Mm -hmm. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help others. John Maxwell puts it this way. You can actually help yourself by helping others. That's so true. I have found that the more I allow God's love to fill my heart, I am able to express that love through a healthy filter. I knew my heart was changing the day I started noticing and allowing people in the grocery store to go ahead of me in line. I mean, I live a full, scheduled, prioritized, intentional life. But when I heard the voice say, why would you not allow the person holding two items to go ahead of you? I felt convicted, and I really, really struggled with that. I knew God was changing my heart even more than I could imagine. Truly, the change we seek and the healing we need can oftentimes be found in the simplest practical daily life occurrences. So I challenge you, dear sister, to try it. Go about your day, but leave room to be interrupted by God. And typically, such interruption will be for you to show love to someone else. 1 John 4, 18 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. Love, love, love. This conversation with self and others when it comes to love is always going to be ongoing. And so I'm not going to try to tackle everything on this episode. But the essence of that is this you need to filter your love through healthy means so that you can give even before you receive so I will leave you with this caption by medium.com it says this stay away from mania love (laughs) don't just seek Eros love it usually ends badly Cultivate failure love by spending more time with your friends and family. Add some frivolity into your life from time to time with ludic activities, ludic love. Seek pragma love for a long-lasting relationship. Indulge in stork love. Let your maternal and paternal instincts out. And if you're a lonely soul out there, you're welcome to join I Am Free Woman's coaching cohorts next year or even our community or you can get yourself a dog (laughs) practice Philosia love to stay away from stress and anxiety and depression and for the most advanced students like you and me seek agape love and that is my dear friend my dear sister the quest that we need to be on as students of god's truth let us seek agape love here are your three thoughts three words and three actions for today the first thought live intentionally and leave room every day to be interrupted by god he always has a plan that will prosper you give you hope and a good future trust him always thought number two Cultivating a heart that seeks love simply starts with the state of your heart and the love filters you use. And maybe it is time for you to find new filters. I will give you this hint. Try the Holy Spirit of God. (laughs) The quest for perfect, pure love can be found only in God and through Jesus. And out of such a quest, you will be able to give love to a person before they love you. And that is thought number three. Here are your three words for today. Filter. Yep, you guessed right. Talking about what I now call love filters is all you need to figure out today. What are my love filters? Love filters, love filters. Second word, quest. Knowing the true meaning of your life. And the third word is boundaries. This is the intentional godly boundaries that you put in place. Okay, even guardrails that you put in place so that you don't veer off the course. Here are your three actions for today. I want you to rate this podcast wherever you're listening to it. If it's blessing you in any way, I want you to connect with me, connect with us, subscribe, like, share, comment, follow. I mean, it's not hard, guys. If you know that you're enjoying this podcast, I want you to encourage my heart by doing that for me, please. Action number two. Then These are questions. I always give you questions at the end of our podcast, right? So here it is. Answer these questions. Can I truly be a student of the kind of love that God wants me to have? Question number two. What love filters do I have and love others through? Question number three. Do I make decisions that are best for others when another choice can benefit me? Question number four. How can I cultivate a heart that sees and acknowledges others unrelated to me in any way? And question number five what can i do to put a smile on someone's face today particularly and preferably a stranger here is your third action i want you to create your own filial love or agape love challenge to test your heart and actually you need to ask the lord to search your heart as he says in his word search your heart so that he can know you okay so that is a challenge that i think you should try I am sure your hearts are full and blessed and you're hopefully ready to love someone else today. It is not easy. It is not easy. And you know, my dear sister, when you have so much healing work to do, love should be part of that equation. Love, forgiveness, boundaries, all these should be part of your equation. And choosing to live free if you truly want to live free in Christ he is going to do a number on you but it is great and it comes with so much joy when you get to give even before you receive so no human is perfect, not even Mother Teresa. That is why it is so important that we do not idolize people and place them above the Lord in our hearts. Now, whoever is in your heart is who you have placed above all else. So if God is in your heart, he is the king of your heart. If money is in your heart, then that's what you value. If um, you know human love is what you value and that sits in your heart, then that's what you value. If the opinions of others is what sits in your heart, then that's what you value. But do not and try not to idolize people and things and places above the love of God. This topic of love connects to your ability to live free and you can get to make that choice every single day. So dear friends, I am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose to help so many of you live joyfully free. I don't take it for granted. When I say I love you at the end of my episodes, I truly mean it. I don't take it for granted. There is work to do to transform our hearts and I know it is going to be take be one heartbeat at a time. So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged exceptional women and ch- brothers of God. And until next time, I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to take care of your heart and may God's goodness and mercy follow you wherever you go. And until next time, remember, heal people, heal people. So go out there and heal someone today. Until next time, choose to live free. I love you. Okay. Bye.